0: If you're feeling low and need a magical pick-me-up, you've reached the right place. Magic and the Law of Attraction with Madame Pemita, episode 49. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Welcome to episode 49 of Magic and the Law of Attraction. How do I do a money spell? Well, judging from the questions that you bring to me, money spells are one of your favorite topics, if not the top topic, at least in the top three. And I'm not surprised that it's a favorite. Money spells can be tricky. You know, how do we do a money spell? They require not only the right tools, but also the right frame of mind to be successful. So in this episode, I'll not only share how to get into a money mindset, But I'll share all the many types of tools that you can use to support your money magic and my favorite, tried and true spells for bringing in wealth. So if you're ready to amplify your abundance, perk up your prosperity, or move on up with your money, this is the episode for you. But before we get started, I just have one announcement. Did you know that I have another podcast I do. It's called Baba Yaga's Magic, and it's my new podcast all about ancient Slavic witchcraft for modern witches. I want to invite you to come into the hut on chicken feet and take a seat by the fire. In this very special podcast, I'll take you on a journey to discover the old magic of Central, Southeastern, and Eastern Europe. Together, we'll uncover the magical traditions, we'll learn the spells, and meet the spirits of the Slavic lands. In the podcast episodes that are up right now, I've covered topics as diverse as Slavic house spirits, talismanic eggs, ancestor worship, and of course, Baba Yaga herself. In upcoming episodes, I'll be covering Slavic water spirits, hair spells, working with Mother Earth, and so much more. I hope you'll come by and check it out, and hopefully subscribe to this beautiful new podcast. You can find Baba Yaga's Magic on iTunes and Spotify, or if you'd like to listen on my site, we've got players for both websites on my site, and you can go to find the Baba Yaga's Magic podcast by going to babayagasmagic.com. So let's get started and talk about money spells and how to get that prosperity flowing. Well. When we talk about money spells, that is a very broad topic. I mean, there have been books and books and books written about money magic and money spells, and we're going to try and get this into one episode. So before we even dive into this, we first have to define what money magic is and what it can be. So that big umbrella of money magic actually holds some more specific topics underneath it. One is abundance, abundance, prosperity, wealth, gambling, business abundance, money. These are all topics that fall under the money magic umbrella. So what are the differences between these? Well, as I define them, I mean, everyone probably has their own definition of these, but as I define them, I think of abundance magic as being abundance flowing to you, which can be money, but it can also be having what you need right? So sometimes when we do abundance spells, we attract money to do what we need, but other times we might attract the thing that we're wanting. So abundance has this quality of being money or other things that give us a sense of security. Prosperity magic, I think of as being um, having enough money to take care of your needs and your money increasing over time. I think of prosperity sort of being like long-term work to keep the money flow going and have it increase over time. Wealth spells are for having all the extras, right? Luxury, uh, you know, having the very best of everything, having enough money that you can throw it around. That's what I think of when I think of wealth spells. Gambling spells, of course, are for money gained through risky endeavors. Of course, gambling, like going to a casino or playing the lottery or something like that, of course, would fall under a gambling spell. But gambling spells also can can include, I guess, the things like investments or any kind of money risks that you might be taking, those are considered gambling spells or risk spells. And so the the type of tools that you'd work with for gambling and casino, you can also apply to something like investments. Um, business abundance is another way of thinking about money spells. So one kind of money is that you might attract money through your work, that could sort of fall under a business abundance. But when I think of business abundance, I think about someone who owns a business and attracting that money, customers, and so on to your business. And so it's for business owners or people who have a side business of some kind. And we think of those business abundance spells falling under that. Then lastly, I think of money spells. Now, money spells under money spells, what does that mean? Well, when I talk about a specific money spell, oftentimes what I mean is quick money. I need money for this certain thing right now. And so when I say like a fast money spell or quick money spell or money come to me spell, those kinds of spells, I'm thinking more about a specific amount of money that I need right now for a specific thing. So different than prosperity or abundance, which are bigger and longer term, and a money spell would be specifically that. Now, sometimes I use money spell to include prosperity or abundance, but sometimes I'm using it just to mean that specific money amount of money that you need to pay your rent or buy the car or do whatever it is that you need to do. Now, whenever we're doing money magic, I think the most helpful thing that you can do is to start cultivating a money mindset a specific money mindset. I found that mindset in terms of money is either a mindset that's helpful can really open doors, a mindset that is not helpful can make money coming to you slow down. And it's a tricky thing because we have to think about money maybe in different ways. Money is always fraught with a lot of emotion. People get very fearful, anxious, worried about money, Or um, maybe even having old baggage around money, feeling not deserving or feeling like that they're, you know, fear that they're always going to stay in lack or poverty. So money can really create a lot of emotion. But I find that if you can cultivate, and when I say cultivate, I mean consciously create a money mindset, it absolutely makes your magic work so much better. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean looking at your money situation with emotional detachment. You can have a desire to have money without having the anxiety and worry. It's not easy to do always, but if you can do that, you can open up your flow so easily. So to get into that detached state around money, um, sometimes it helps to be more logical about things. Planning a budget sitting down and looking at your accounts or um, working with things and and getting a plan in place, for example, can really help you to detach from the anxiety, the worry, and the fear. If you do that, that's going to open up a lot of flow. I'll give an example from my own life. One time, I had a real worry about some mounting credit card bills. I had a lot of credit card bills, and then I was very kind of worried that I wasn't going to to be able to pay them off or, you know, where was the money going? And I couldn't figure it out. So I was feeling all the anxiety and worry, just like, you know, people do. And then what happened was I said, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to look at exactly how much I owe. So I know exactly how much to ask for in my money spell. So I looked at the amount. I focused on that. I did a spell and I said, I would like this money to come in from a source that doesn't require me to work really hard to get it, right? So sat down with that, you know, wrote out that spell, did my work around this, and then kind of got a little detached about it. I thought, well, if my spell works, great, I'll have that coming in, but I have a plan B. My plan B is that I'll pay that credit card off bit by bit over the next year or over the next six months or year, whatever. And I made a little plan, like a material plan. My first choice was, of course, to have that money flow to me easily, but I had a plan in place so that I could be a little more detached and not be worrying about it, right? Well, what ended up happening was I had a situation where that money was in an account that I didn't know about, and it was being stored in an account that I didn't know about. So exactly the amount of money that I needed to pay off my credit cards was in an account that I found after I did the spell, And then I was able to pay it off without any extra work. So that sort of detachment, that really taught me how that detachment and looking at things logically and non-emotionally can really help your spell work when it comes to money. Because if you're feeling either positive or detached, that's good. If you're feeling anxious or worried, it's gonna slow things down. And so trying to cultivate that mindset can really help with your money magic. Another mindset that can really help with your money magic and to create um, this abundance and flow and prosperity is just to work with gratitude. Do gratitude work. There are a couple ways that you can do this. One of the ways I want to talk about later is working with a gratitude, oh, sorry, with a money altar, but work with gratitude at your money altar. Now, I think of money being like energy Really, I mean, that's what it is. It's not the piece of paper that has value when you get given a dollar bill. It's the work that you put in that brought you that dollar bill that you're now spending for somebody else's work, right? So that money is energy. It's just a symbol of the energy and the work that you did or the energy and the work that someone else is doing. So if it's energy, you can think about it being like a pipeline whether it's an electrical wire or a pipe with flowing water. I like to visualize that when I think about money. And just like a pipe, if there's a clog at the front end, you're going to just get a little trickle of water coming into your house. That's no good. There's a clog on the other end going out. Then your water is going to get all backed up and you're going to have problems. So as as with water pipes, you want those pipes to be very open so that the money flows, right? Flows to you and it's going to flow away from you. But the things that it flows away to hopefully are things that you are purchasing and buying and things that you want. So when we think about that pipeline and we visualize that pipeline, we want to open it up on either end. And what I find is that working with gratitude for money coming in and gratitude for money going out can really open that pipeline. Let me give you an example of this. If I have money coming in, I can close that pipeline by saying, my paycheck's so small. Oh my gosh, I'm not making enough. That's not grateful. And that is closing down that pipeline. So whatever money comes in, whether it's a penny that I find in a pocket, a dollar bill that I find in a pocket or a big windfall of some kind, I always say, thank you for that. Now, it's easy to say thank you for money coming in. But what about money going out? Most people have really difficult feelings about money going out. Oh, I have to pay these bills. Oh, I can't believe how high the electrical bill is. I can't believe this um, charge that they're charging on my credit card for interest and so on. It can be very easy to close off that pipeline of the money going out. And so I encourage you to open up your mindset about money going out. Whenever you're paying for something or you're paying a bill, it's because you received something in exchange. So while you might not be grateful for money going away, you can be grateful for the money, the thing that you received for that money going out of your bank account. So, for example, as we said that with the electricity bill, right, we can be thankful for the electric lights that we had and the electricity that we had in our home that we're paying that electrical bill for, right? So we can think about the thing that we received rather than the money going out, and that can open up your flow of money going out. When you do this work of opening that flow at the front end of what you receive, and your outflow, you really find that things start flowing much faster and prosperity will flow much faster to you. Lastly, I think another technique that's really, really good if you're having struggles with either of these is to work with a gratitude journal. I have a video up on YouTube about working with a gratitude journal, but working with a gratitude journal is simply writing two pages. You write a page each day, write two pages each day. First page, you write what you're appreciating in your life right now. And the second page you write, What you would like to have in your life, your intentions of what you'd like to have, but you write it as if it's already here right now. And that practice can really open up abundant flows because you start getting into a very positive mindset. You get relaxed around money, you feel joyful around it. And that can also really open up your prosperity, your flow of prosperity and abundance. So let's talk about the different kinds of tools and kinds of spells and things like that. So so many kinds of money spells. I mean, they're just, as I mentioned, there are books and books and books written about money magic, money spells, prosperity magic, and so on. So I sort of picked out my, I cherry picked my favorite kinds of money spells and I'm going to just talk briefly about them. And then I'm going to make some suggestions about herbs that you can use, oils that you can use and so on. So certainly my favorite kind of spell period, and certainly my favorite kind of money spell is a candle spell. Candle spells are great because they send off a big rocket of power and focus toward a specific outcome. So I love that because it can really create breakthroughs and open up things in your prosperity and in your money in ways very quickly because that fire energy of movement and and really sending off that big burst of energy can really open things up for you. So I love working with a candle spell for money. I think it's one of my favorite ones. It's definitely my go-to myself. Um, you can also work, um, you know, ongoing work. So you might want to attract constant abundance or constant luck. And if that's the case, then a mojo bag or a charm bag is great because it's something you carry with you all the time. So you're doing your magic every day, whether you're wearing it or, you know, you don't have to create it every day. You just wear it or carry it with you. And you can really attract that magic and abundance, uh, money magic and abundance ongoing. And it's very, very easy to do once you have it ready to go. Um, potions are great if you want to really set an intention of being a money magnet yourself or attracting you know prosperity or abundance to yourself. Drinking a potion infuses that energy into your body, which can be such a powerful thing to do. And we'll talk about potions that you can um, use for that. Incense spells are great. I love an incense spell for permeating a space with a certain energy. So if we burn, let's say, a prosperity incense in our home or in our business, we're going to infuse it into the space, not only ourselves, but the whole space that we're in is going to be prosperous. And this is great for things like having a prosperous home. Maybe you have people in your home that don't practice magic, but you want them to be prosperous too. You can infuse your home or your business and so on with this abundance magic. And really get that going and that can be quite beautiful to do um baths and soaps are great they're particularly great when you want to do something to remove any blocks or negativity around Prosperity or money, really great for that because then we have that aspect of cleansing and inviting in the prosperity or the abundance. Soaps are very, very easy to do. You can get um, one of the spell soaps that we have at the shop. Put it on, you know, put it on your kitchen sink or in your bathroom or your shower or your bath, and it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You focus your money intention, you use that soap, and you're clearing and cleansing any blocks, but also attracting in that abundance. Lastly, um, talismans, they're beautiful talismans that you can carry, lucky talismans, money-attracting talismans, things that you can wear, Uh, amulets that you can wear, things that you can put on your altar. Those are all very helpful, gemstones like pyrite, lodestones, for example, charms like four-leaf clover charms, things like that will always be good for money and prosperity and good luck if you're doing anything like those gambling spells or the risky endeavors. Now, when you're thinking about your candle uh, candle spells and any kind of spell, actually, um, you can bring color magic into your prosperity work. So the, t- the two slash three colors that we think of primarily when we are doing money spells are, of course, green. Now, that's for us in the States. I mean, if we're in the States, we think of green because we think of dollar bills and banknotes being green, made printed with green ink. So we think of green going along with money. It also represents the um, uh, feeling of growth. So it's very good if you're trying to grow your wealth or grow your money. Um, Gold is also worldwide seen as a uh, sign of wealth and luxury, and of course, money and abundance as well. So metallic gold can be used in your spells or uh, yellow can be used as a symbol for gold. So if you can't get metallic gold, you can get yellow and have a great result with that. So green and gold are the colors of prosperity whenever you're doing a mojo bag or you're doing a candle spell or you're doing something where you can add some color magic to it that's a fantastic thing to do. If you want an easy way to bring color magic into your practice is to start dressing in these colors. Wear green, wear gold, wear gold jewelry. All of these things can be um, amplifying your magic, so your money magic. So I think of those as being a very, very easy way to get that consciousness going and bring that magnetism in. Now, there are some herbs, there's lots of herbs that have to do with money and abundance, but I'm going to share my my seven favorite herbs that I use for money spells and for abundance work. They're not the only ones. I mean, I use lots of them, but I, I mean, I wasn't going to sit here and talk for 45 minutes just about the herbs. That'll be another show another time. But um, these are the herbs that I love for working with different kinds of money spells. So first one I want to share with you is alfalfa. So alfalfa is for abundance. It's often used to bring uh, abundance to a home, for example. You can um, have some alfalfa in your home. Alfalfa is used still to this day as feed for livestock and horses, Livestock and horses, if we go back in time, were symbols of abundance. So this having alfalfa and using alfalfa in your spells brings in that essence of abundance, wealth, having enough, and so on. So it's a great um, herb to bring into your spells about money. Alkanet is a great one too. Alkanet can work to quickly attract money. It's often used in in like, for example, in uh, instant gratification oil, we have alkanet. You can find alkanet in fast money or fast luck spells. Um, but alkanet is also protective and also is a tractor for money. And so I think of it like if you need that money spell where you're bringing that money right now for a certain thing, you definitely want to add alkanet to that spell. Allspice, something you might have in your your spice cabinet is also great for attracting prosperity and luck. And one of the things that Allspice also works on is happiness. So it's like inviting happiness and money at the same time working with Allspice. You can work with the whole berries, with the powder, however you want to work with it. But it brings in that kind of, oh, I have enough and I'm content as well. And I think that's really important. We don't want to get into a greed cycle where there's just never enough and we're always worried and always anxious about it. We want to get into that satisfaction because that really can help with the mindset. So if you're having difficulties getting into that more positive or neutral mindset, then Allspice might be the thing you want to bring in to bring that joy around uh, abundance and money. Um, blue flag root is a fantastic, fantastic herb. It's a a root from an iris plant and blue flag root is for attracting money as well. It's beautiful for attracting money. It's great for businesses. It's great for personal wealth and attraction. It really does help, um, amplify money spells. Pine, something that you might be able to find in your neighborhood. might find a pine tree and get some pine needles and work with those to attract money. I often think of as pine being long-lasting money, either building wealth, abundance, long-term prosperity, and so on. Because pine trees are so strong, you know, those deep roots. So bringing in pine needles to your spell or pine cones or things like that can also be very helpful for attracting abundance. Irish moss, which is not a moss at all and I don't even know if it's Irish, (laughs) it might be Irish, is actually a seaweed, a dried seaweed. It has a very seaside smell. And when you smell it, it smells like the ocean. So Irish moss is great for attracting money to a business. Now, bayberry is also great for attracting money to a business. So those are two um, herbs. I'll give you a little extra one. For attracting money to a business, Irish moss is great, super wonderful for attracting it. It can be burned on charcoal, lots of things that you can do to it, add it to your spells for bringing in business prosperity. And lastly, uh, nutmeg. Nutmeg, another one you can find in your um, spice rack. Um, Nutmeg is great for gambling luck. So if you're doing any gambling, bring some nutmeg along with you and you're going to um, probably do better, right? Now, we have lots of oils at the Parlor of Wonders and oils um, for money. We have a lot of oils that are directly about money or can assist in a money spell. And I like oils because they have essential oils in them, which are real herbs. You know, they have herbs, essential oils, gemstones, our, our oils do. And they're very, very easy to use, and they can be used in so many ways. Oils can be applied to you. They can be applied to your skin. They can be applied to a candle that can be added to a body wash or a lotion. Um, They can be added to a bath. I mean, there's so many ways that you can use an oil. And I list them if you go over to Parlor of Wonders under Learn and go to the How-To Guides. There's a Spiritual Oils How-To Guide. Take a look over there and you'll see all the dozens of ways that you can use oils. So Abundant Prosperity Oil is, of course, the first go-to. Abundant Prosperity has a really wonderful scent. It's like a real kind of um, spicy scent. It doesn't have. It's not too perfumey. It smells really um, spicy and nice. And abundant prosperity is for bringing in that long-term prosperity and having your wealth grow over time. Dragon's blood oil, which not everybody knows, but dragon's blood, the resin, comes from the dragon palm. And dragon's blood is very protective. Just like a dragon sits in its cave on its pile of gold protecting that gold, uh, dragon's blood is great. Dragon's blood oil is great for... attracting and and protecting what you have. So if you feel threatened, like your money, you know, you're afraid you're going to get something stolen or you're afraid you're going to lose money, Dragon's Blood Oil is really great to protect your money. Good Luck Oil we have, of course, and Good Luck Oil would be for gambling luck and for attracting more um, prosperity through risky endeavors and love having that. But luck can also be about being in the right place at the right time. So if you are um, wanting to be in the right place at the right time to attract money, then Good Luck Oil can be added to one of these other oils, or can be used by itself to bring those lucky breaks and to bring more victories and more success. Um, Lucky lodestone oil. So lodestones are for attraction and lodestones can be used, of course, for attracting money. And lucky lodestone oil is really great for um, being a magnetic kind of energy. Now, lucky lodestone oil smells earthy. So it's not one that I would recommend putting on yourself because you'll smell like dirt. It doesn't smell like um, like a perfume, but you can apply it to a lodestone. You can apply it to a candle and there's lots of other ways that you can work with it. You could certainly apply a few drops to your bath if you wanted to put a few drops in, but I wouldn't recommend necessarily putting it on your body because it, it doesn't smell bad. It just smells like dirt. And I don't know that Anyone wants to really smell like dirt? (laughs) Probably not. Magnetic attraction oil, which is for attracting all good things into your life, can also be used, of course, for money and abundance and prosperity. You can really customize it to what you want it to magnetize to you. Um, Money magnet oil. Money magnet oil, I think of as being my fast money. I need that money right now. Of course, you can add another oil like instant gratification if you need the money really fast, but. Money magnet oil is for attracting money to you, like the money you need right now when you need it, right? What you need when you need it, kind of spell. And that's great. Money magnet is really good for that. Money magnet can also be used for attracting wealth as well. Anything where you, you know, you put your intention into it. You need it right now, or you want to build something long term, but you're attracting it to you. Lastly, we have steady work. Steady work oil. Steady work oil is for um, success on a job. That be could be for getting a raise, or getting a promotion, or getting a new better job that pays better, or has more perks, or whatever. So if you're thinking thinking about money and career, then steady work oil would be the one that you would want to go for. Now, some of these come in sachet form too. Sachet powders can be applied to paper. So abundant prosperity, magnetic attraction, steady work are all available in sachet form. And so you could apply these to papers that you're working on to, you know, dollar bills, business cards. You think about those kinds of things, you can apply these sachets to those papers and attract money, you know, through that. So it could be applied to paper or cloth, unlike an oil, which will leave a spot on paper or cloth. So that's why we like to use sachets for those things. As I mentioned before, incense is a great way to imbue a space with money drawing energy. And we have some great incense. I mean, there's lots of incense that we have at the shop that's money oriented, but my favorites are the incense spell kits, which give you a little spell to do, burning these herbs and resins on charcoal, and there's actually uh, spell instructions that will have you do something special with that incense. We have a couple of um, we have a couple of incense spell kits that can work for this. We have perfect career, we have prosperous business, we have abundant money incense spell kits. And these can be used for um, creating it in your space, in your home, for your family, for everyone in your home, or for yourself as well. They can also be burned, incense can also be burned when you're doing some other kind of money spell work, which I love to do is light some incense and then do my spell work to sort of really charge it up with that energy, the space that I'm working in actually becomes that container for money magic, which is so fabulous. Patchouli stick incense, for example, is really good. Patchouli is a great herb for money or for love, which is so great to think about like that you could um you know have it be for both um but you can use it certainly for a money spell um so patchouli stick incense easiest thing in the world to do you just light the stick and you let it go you don't have to light a charcoal or mess around with any of that we also have prosperity stick incense and there's a whole bunch of other stick incenses that have that energy of prosperity or luck you know money luck and so on Handbags bags or mojo bags, we have them at the shop as well. And they, they're great ones for attracting money. We have a very simple assembled money pocket mojo that's reasonably priced, and you can just throw it in your pocket or purse, and there you go. You're ready to go with some money energy going with you everywhere you go as you go about your day. Um, We have a Gambler's Lucky 7 mojo bag, which is used for gambling or for risky investments and so on. And we have a Prosperity mojo bag, which can be used for ongoing prosperity. We have a whole bunch of other tools at the shop as well for um, bringing in abundance and prosperity and money. We have an abundant prosperity spell kit, which is a lodestone spell, a prosperity lodestone spell. and has everything you need to create a beautiful lodestone work for attracting ongoing abundance and prosperity. We have a money drawing potion spell kit, which is a potion that you drink that has herbs that are associated with money. They're all safe edible herbs. There's nothing um, risky or dangerous in there. Um, money drawing potion spell kit can be created. It can be drunk. It can be served to someone else. It actually can also be added to a bath as well. That's some kind of like off-label use of a potion is that you can use it in a bath or you can use it as a hand wash. And so the, the money drawing potion is great for bringing in that abundance, creating that mindset and really infusing yourself with that money energy. We have um, Candle Spell Booster Packs, which I haven't talked about too much. If you get a Candle Spell, it comes with an oil, comes with a couple of herbs. But let's say you wanted to make a deluxe spell and you wanted to add some other energy. So you can add an Affluence Candle Spell Booster Pack or a Generosity Candle Spell Booster Pack to your existing Candle Spell kit. Get a Candle Spell kit of whatever kind and then add this Candle Spell Booster Pack to open up your prosperity. Now um, we have some great candles at the shop as well for doing candle spells. We have a pyramid for building long lasting wealth. We have uh, the cat, lucky cat candle, which I'm going to talk about later. Um, We have the lucky horseshoe. We have the lucky clover. We have a lot of these candle spells. And if you get a candle spell in green or yellow, you're good to go for money, for money magic. So I also recommend those as well. We have a Money For Me spell kit. We have a Money Miracle plant, which is the Rose of Jericho. We've got Millionaire Money spell soap, which I talked about soap being so easy to use. And we've got Abundant Prosperity bath crystals. I mean, we just have a lot of tools for you to use and they come with instructions and tell you how to use them so you're good to go and you're ready to do your magic. So I really recommend those. Now, in a minute, I'm going to teach you about my three favorite special spells for prosperity. But if you would like to make magic with me, No matter where you are in the world, you need to check out my New Moon Candle Spells and Full Moon Spell Workshops. Each month, I offer two special spells aligned to maximize the power of the astrology of the New Moon and the astrology of the Full Moon. For the full moon spell kit and workshop, you get a spell kit sent to your home, and then you can join me for a live Zoom workshop right before the full moon, or you can watch the recording afterwards. Now, the full moon spell kits are non-candle spells. They are other kinds of spells. We just did yesterday the um, Lucky Mojo Bag spell full moon spell kit where we made a mojo bag together. You got all the ingredients to make a comet-style mojo bag. We made it together, and it was Awesome. It was so much fun. We had such a great time. We get together on Zoom. You can ask your questions, and we do it, and we have such fun. Now, for the new moon, though, we have more than that One option. We have three options. You can do it yourself at home without me um, with the candle spell kit sent to you, and it comes with complete step by step instructions. So it tells you how to put this spell for the new moon together. But you could also do it with me with the new moon candle spell kit and workshop that's like the full moon workshop that takes place live over Zoom, or you can watch the recording afterwards. Or you can have me do the candle spell for you with the new moon candle spell service where I craft a completely customized candle spell for your intention, and then I burn it for you on my hearth altar. And then you can join me over Zoom where you can watch both the candle service on the new moon and the candle report on the full moon. The candle report is where I read the wax and I let you know how your candle did. So it is a lovely, lovely spell service where you can watch it or you can watch the recording. You can watch it live or watch the recording. So if you'd like to check these out, go to Full Moon Spell. To check out the full moon spell kits, or go to New Moon Spells to check out the new moon spells. Or you can just go on, go to Parlor of Wonders, look up full moon spells and new moon spells, and you'll find them there. So let me share my three favorite money spells with you. Three favorite favorites, my go tos, the ones that I do, the ones that I love the most. I mean, there's so many. I mean, I do a lot, but. These are my ones where I'm like, I need to do a spell, I need some money right now. These are the spells I'm gonna do. So the first thing I have, and I would recommend that you might want to check out is working with a money altar. Create a money altar on a table, on a bookshelf, on a windowsill. Find a little space that you can create a money altar that's just for money. Now, on that money altar, you can add all kinds of things. You can put pyrite, you could put a lodestone, you could put high John the Conqueror root, you could put Lucky Coin coins or money, dollar bills, and so on. I also recommend getting a green or yellow candle dressed in one of those oils that I talked about. You know, you could put a green pyramid candle, for example, or you could just get a taper candle, simple, simple, tall taper or thick taper and burn a taper candle on your altar. Do that and use it as a place to focus your money magic, your money spell. So if you're going to be doing a big money spell, do it on your money altar. Put your talismans on the money altar when you're not wearing them. Um, put pictures of what you want to buy with your money on that altar. When you receive money coming in, place it on the altar, whether it's a printout from your bank statement or you you know got some cash handed to you or check handed to you. I always like to leave it one night on my prosperity altar, my money altar, so that I can appreciate that money coming in. When you have bills to pay, place them on your altar and say, a sort of petition or prayer or say thank you for the things that you received that you're paying those bills now. That is always a great way to open up your money flow. And I love working at a money altar. I have a great prosperity altar video up on YouTube. If you wanna really dive deep into all the things that you can put on a prosperity altar and I show you my prosperity altar, you should come check it out. Go look for it on YouTube. Just got Madame Pamita prosperity altar and you'll find it. Now, another kind of spell that I like to work with, you know, I like, you know, I like a candle spell. So the next two are going to be candle spells. But another one that I like to work with is working with a double action candle. So a double action candle are the candles that are half one color and half another color. Double action means two spells in one, right? You have one candle, but you're doing two spells. The one that I recommend, and you can buy a spell kit for this, the spell kit is called the Money Curse Reversal Candle Spell Kit. And I use that spell when I feel like there's been some kind of negativity around money, either because someone is jealous or because someone is actively trying to stop you know, your money flow or something like that. A money curse reversal is really great because you send that energy back. It's like a return to sender spell. The black half, you send that back to the person. And then the green half, you build your money up again. You build that prosperity energy up again. So it's like clearing and cleansing, sending it back, and then bringing in the prosperity and abundance that you want. So you can check that out by checking out the money curse reversal spell kit, kennel spell kit. Last favorite that I'm going to share with you is the lucky cat candle spell kit. And getting a lucky cat candle spell kit in green or yellow is fantastic. I'm a cat person. What can I say? I have two cats, but cat candles are fantastic because they are about going out and getting something to you, for you and bringing it back to you. The cat spirit can go out and get that money and bring it back to you. So I love working with this spell kit. It has a very special way of working with a cat spirit to go out and get that abundance and bring it to you. You feed it a little bit of catnip and then you train that cat spirit. And then you say to it, go out and get me my money and bring it back to me. And then you feed it again every time it brings you some money. So it's a great way to sort of train that cat spirit to go out and get it for you whether you think of it as an imaginary cat spirit or you're working with a real cat spirit, however you want to work with it. But it's a fantastic way to work. And I love all those spells. These are all ones that are tried and true, ones that I really love and I love working with. And they're kind of my go-tos when I need some money flowing in. Well, there you go. That, That about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get even more info about money magic, then check out the Learn page over at Parlor of Wonders, where you'll find a ton of free resources, including workshops, my blog, how-to guides, how-to videos, past podcast episodes, and the way to join me live over Zoom for the magic Q&A Tea Party every Sunday at at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern. There's also on the top of the page... Money Spells Headquarters, which has a ton of references and things that you can use for Money Magic. A lot of things that I talked about here, but even more in depth. So if you want to know more about Money Magic, check that page out as well. To see any of this, just go to ParlorOfWonders.com and click on the Learn tab to see all the goodies there. I want to say thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends. You guys are awesome. I want to say thank you to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and elsewhere. Those reviews really help the podcast like immensely. It's I'm so grateful for them. Um, I want to say thank you to Gilles Navarre for production and engineering. I want to say thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing. And I want to say thank you to you for joining me. Whether you are here with me live and or you're listening to the podcast recorded. I'm looking forward to the next episode when we'll be answering the question. How to Work with Magical Amulets and Talismans. So until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever.